It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What's going on, Reds fans, and welcome in to the Lockdown Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Thank you so much for joining me. We've got a series victory to talk about, and we have one of the biggest regular season series for the Reds in some time, probably since the series that they ended the 2020 season with that they had to win all of them. But yeah, anyway, huge series in Milwaukee for the Cincinnati Reds and Jake Mastriani from Lockdown Brewers will be joining me to talk about that. That's all coming up in today's podcast. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Let's get going. It's the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans and baseball fans alike? Thanks for finding me. Thanks for watching the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. If you do not already follow the podcast on your favorite app, make sure that you do and make sure that you are subscribed right here. That way you get Reds content each and every day i bring it to you live okay well not live i'm recording this but yeah it it comes to you each and every day we talk about this reds team that has become very awesome and interesting it's something that i said in the preseason that they would be interesting all year long and they would be in the thick of the race and that is what tonight is the thick of the race seven games coming up against the Reds and Brewers. This is very important for the Reds, maybe even uh, to the point that they're kind of the underdogs in this. They are looking up at the Brewers. The Brewers kind of have the driver's seat in this matchup right now, but we're going to get into all of that here in a minute. I want to talk about this Royals series win. The Reds were able to put the, uh, the embarrassment, the frustration, And basically the general awfulness of that loss from Tuesday night behind them. They were able to come back and win another comeback win. They're 24th of the year. Just absolutely ridiculous. And the biggest catalyst of that was Jonathan India. And the bottom of the lineup too, Mike Freeman had that great RBI hit. But Jonathan India, on a day when we thought he might miss the game, Because of injury, his ankle took him out of the game early on Tuesday night. He left after the sixth, and David Bell wasn't even sure. He was kind of doubtful he was going to put him in the lineup on Wednesday. Obviously, Jonathan India convinced him to get in there. He goes three for four with a walk and a couple RBIs and the game-winning RBI. He is phenomenal. The legend of India continues to grow. And the return of Sonny Gray, he looked pretty good. 
Now, the first four innings were a little rough, but I, I love the post-game comments that he had that after the fourth inning when he gave up a couple of runs to the Royals, he went into the locker room and just completely stripped down naked and changed everything, fresh uniform. He said everything but the cleats was completely brand new. And then he retired nine straight. So who can argue with those results? And just a great return. And it's interesting to note that before we got on here to record, he was placed on the 10-day injured list with a bruised rib. And at first, my first thought was, oh, boy, here we go again. He's on the injured list again. Sonny Gray is hurt again. But as Joel Luckup, who is very smart, uh, pointed out, and as some other folks pointed out before I really got going on my snowball of worry on Twitter, his next start wouldn't come for another 10 days anyway. So he's not likely to miss a start. In fact, this is probably some pretty good posturing on the part of David Bell and Nick Crawl in that they brought up Tony Santian. He's ready to pitch out of the bullpen, so they have another bullpen arm for this Brewers series that is very important. Everything is going to be scrutinized on a micro level. Every single move that David Bell makes, every single swing that every hitter takes. Wow, that rhymed. I should really write that out more. Anyway, yeah, it's going to be a really good series. So the win yesterday was super important. Getting that series win, that was the expectation. We're not going to sit here and say, boy, that was huge. No, no, no. That's exactly what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to win that series. Would have been nice had they taken a seven-game win streak into Milwaukee. But you know what? Whatever. That's the past. We can't do anything about it. Let's begin a win streak here tonight. Back-to-back wins, hopefully, for the Redlegs. We've got uh, Adrian Hauser uh, going up against uh, Tyler Malley. Wow, almost forgot the pitching matchups there. Anyway, <laughs> it's going to be a great series. I can't wait to watch it. It's culminating on Sunday with a pitching matchup of Luis Castillo versus Brandon Woodruff. Get your popcorn ready for that one. We're going to talk more about that here coming up in just a moment with Jake Mastriani from Locked On Brewers. Before we get into that, though, I wanted to let you know that today's podcast is brought to you by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is a alternative tobacco-free nicotine that comes in moist pouches. Most smokeless tobacco are dry pouches and not that great. That's not the way with fully loaded chew. It gives you the same feel and the same buzz without all of that extra nonsense as any traditional smokeless tobacco. Check out fullyloadedchew.com today and use the promo code locked on MLB to get $1 on a trial offer. You just pay $1. They'll send you a box free shipping for fully loaded chew. You can check them out. Great smokeless tobacco alternative. If you're into that sort of thing, check out fully loaded and use the promo code locked on MLB for a $1 trial offer today. Fully loaded chew gives you the same feel and the same buzz as traditional smokeless tobacco, but it does it tobacco-free. It's all about that nicotine experience, and Fully Loaded Chew gives it to you in a great package. Check them out today with the promo code LOCKDOWNMLB to get a $1 trial offer. Also, check out for your next car part, rockauto.com. They've got all of the parts that your car will ever need, and they've got reliably low prices to do it. They've also got an easy-to-use interface. If you're an amateur or if you're a professional, you pay the same price, and it's easy to find your part. Whether you need shocks and struts for your classic car that you're trying to get back going, or you're just trying to fix your daily car, maybe put in a new turn signal or something like that, 
They've got everything that you need, even if you want to put new carpet in your car. RockAuto.com has it. And when you're at RockAuto.com in the checkout section in the How'd You Hear About Us area, type in Locked On to let them know that your pal Jeff from the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. That's RockAuto.com. And in the checkout section in the How'd You Hear About Us area, type in Locked On. RockAuto.com has all of the parts that your car will ever need. All right, for these next couple of segments, we have a huge series coming up, and really, it's kind of like seven games. I mean, it's four games, and then the All-Star break, and then another three games. So I figured, what better way to get us ready for the Brewers series than to bring him in, the host of the Locked On Brewers podcast. He is Jake Mastriani. He does have a co-host, too, and I'm totally blanking on his name. I'm sorry about that. but No, Vinny um, Regino, Vinny. Vinny, yes, Vinny. Uh, you guys have been covering quite a team here lately. You've had a lot of success in the month of June, and the Reds are trying to claw their way back into this fight. Seven games coming up is quite a weird thing from the scheduling perspective, but let, let, let's start with the Brewers. What has made them so awesome this past month and like seven days? The schedule. <laughs> if I'm being If I'm being brutally honest with you, it's it's the schedule um, and a lot of the Brewers taking care of their own business. That's not to, you know, make any slight towards the Brewers. They've, they've done what they were supposed to with this schedule, but you know, it's been a lot of pirates, diamondbacks, Rockies, um, you know, stuff like that. And um, you know, I talked about it at the beginning of June. I, you know, I told our listeners, I said, you know, they Brewers got a schedule coming up that if they take care of business, they can really create some separation in this division and they did exactly that. They did exactly what they were supposed to. Um, I think we talked about it last time I was on, but the Willie Adamas trade has been absolutely massive for this team. I think they, they have the best record in baseball since they traded for him. Um, everybody who you talk to on that team about Adamas just says, you know, he's electric. He's he's kind of brought that new level of intensity to the team. So, you know, that's been great. The starting pitching obviously is awesome. I, you know, they got. They got Woodruff, they got Burns, they got Freddie Peralta, um, Josh Hader, who just blew his first save of the season yesterday in a tough loss against DeGrom, but he's been, you know, amazing. Um, and then, you know, Devin Williams has had his ups and downs this year, but that changeup is still one of the best in baseball when it's working. So, uh, you know, they, they've mostly done it with pitching. They're trying to piece it together offensively, which, you know, I talk a lot with Vinny on our podcast all the time is, this Brewers team has honestly survived this stretch of the season offensively. And so it's scary to think what they could be in the second half, you know, if Yelich gets going, if Colton Wong can stay healthy, if Lorenzo Kane can stay healthy, if they go out and trade for another big bat. I know they just got Rowdy Telez. That's not really the big bat that I was looking for, but can certainly help from the left-handed side. So, uh, I mean, the Brewers, are, they've done really well for themselves, set themselves up. Uh, to have a really big season this year. Again, the schedule has helped here of late, but those are games that they're supposed to win, and they did. i got to tell you, I'm a little bit envious. I know that there was a lot of Reds country before the trade happened that they were saying, ooh, maybe the Reds could go out and get Willie Adamas, but uh, he's obviously paid off like crazy dividends. And not to say that the Reds were ever in the market for Rowdy Telez, but I can be mad about a name like that. That is a mm-hmm. name and a half when it comes yeah. to baseball but i'm interested to see how this all goes because there's been a number of things on the red side that if you'd have told me back in march that 
they were going to get very little out of Luis Castillo for most of the season. And then all of a sudden he was going to kind of figure some stuff out midway through June and then really, or really there at the beginning of June up until now, uh, I, I was going to say they were going to struggle quite a bit, especially with the bullpen that they were going to have. And then you don't get huge production. I mean, you get almost nothing out of a Eugenio Suarez. So you're like, yeah, this team's not going to be where they want to be. On the other end of the spectrum, if somebody had told you in March that Christian Yelich would be where he is right now, would you believe that they'd be in first place? Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, he is the he's the key to this offense. He still is the key to this offense, which is why I say, you know, they could be even better in the second half if he gets going. Um, but, you know, he got off to the really hot start and then he got injured and he just hasn't really taken off since that injury. A lot of that, I believe, has to do with the fact that teams are just pitching around him because you look up and down that Brewers lineup, and no offense to anybody else, but Yelich is the one guy you can't let beat you. Uh, I mean, if Luis Arias is going to blast one out, I mean, you, you let that happen. If Abisel Garcia is going to put one in the gap, you, you kind of just have to live with that. But Christian Yelich is the guy you can't let beat you. Uh, for opposing teams when you look at this lineup. And I, I just think he's getting pitched very carefully. He's not getting uh, – I mean, he's getting his walks. I think his on-base percentage is still, you know, very high. But teams just aren't giving him a lot to hit for, for obvious reasons. He just doesn't have great protection in that lineup right now. So let's kind of talk about this for one moment. Uh, I want to start it, and then we'll kind of have to – uh, do a little sandwich thing, kind of like the Reds Brewers series with the All-Star break. <laughs> but looking at these pitching matchups that are coming in this uh, series, they're very exciting. Uh, I, you've got uh, tonight with Tyler Malley and um, oh, wow. I just blanked on who's pitching tonight for the Brewers. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm not um, sure either, so I'll have to look it up real quick. <laughs> it is going to Live be Adrian, Adrian Hauser. Adrian yeah. Hauser tonight. And then Friday's matchup of Wade Miley, which is going to be live on YouTube, by the way, according to the MLB at that app. Uh, Wade Miley versus Eric Lauer. I know that Lauer has kind of flip-flopped out of the rotation, but he still pitched pretty well in whatever role that he's been in. And with Hauser going tonight, Hauser's just a good, solid pitcher. What are you expecting from these first two games out of those guys? Yeah, these are these are certainly the games that worry me the most going into this series because these are the Brewers basically fourth and sixth starter. I mean, Lauer's, like you said, been kind of the back and forth guy with Brett Anderson back. Lauer's really the sixth man in the rotation. Um, but he's made some big starts at times this year. He's really, you know, been surprisingly good at times. He also will have a, a stinker of an outing uh, at times as well. And Hauser's really, you know, he's the guy, you know, kind of like Maley for the Reds. I thought those were two guys in this division that had a chance to kind of break out you know, and be those middle of the rotation guys that both of these teams really need. You know, we knew coming in that the Brewers had Woodruff and Burns at the top. Uh, you know, I kind of said that Hauser needed to be the guy to to back them up in that rotation. It's ended up being Freddie Peralta, but Hauser has been been great as well uh, as a fourth starter. So, what do I expect out of them? If if I get five innings out of them of you know two runs, three runs or less, I honestly will take that. Um, you just have to hope that the offense is able to to get something going against two really good pitchers and, and Maley and, and Wade Miley who've been great for the Reds this year. So these are definitely the two, these first two games are the ones that worry me the most for the Brewers because like I said, with their lack of offense and it really hasn't been good this week, 
Granted, they played Jacob Degrom yesterday, um, but uh, they can't really they can't really get behind um, in these in these games. And the Reds' offense is very good. They have the capability of putting up big numbers against Hauser uh, and Lauer uh, if they're not on their game. So uh, these are definitely scary matchups for me to begin this series. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, Mally responds. He's He's been the best pitcher on the staff whenever Castillo was struggling. Now that Castillo's kind of found his rhythm, it's nice to see that Mally has continued, although he's not been as dominant here lately. He's had a couple of like, okay, well, those were all right starts. He was able to keep the team in the game, but not necessarily as good as he was early on. So hopefully it's not like a fatigue factor or something like that. Well, We'll have to see how he does here on the road tonight. And Wade Miley has just been absolutely awesome. I mean, coming into the year, there were people that were like, why is this guy even in the rotation still? And he's he's been one of the most consistent dudes for the Reds this year. Coming up, we're going to talk about the rest of these pitching matchups this weekend. Before we talk about that, though, I wanted to let you know that you can go to betonline.ag and set up your profile with the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 50% more on your initial deposit. And from time to time, I like to give you tips and I've actually got a tip about our game tonight with the Reds and the Brewers. I'm not going to tell you money line. I I don't have a good feeling one way or the other. These are two very similar teams that it's going to be hard fought for these next several games. But I will say this, Tyler Malley, Adrian Hauser, and the really awesome bullpen that the Brewers have versus the sometimes shaky though here recently. Okay. Bullpen that the Reds have. The over-under is set at eight and a half. And Jake, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm taking the over on that. Yeah, I agree. I think really in both of these first two matchups, you know, I think there's a there's a possibility for some runs to be scored. Um, like I said, how there's somebody who really, um, you know, has to have some weak contact and really just hope that balls are, are going to, to fielders in order to succeed. You know, the Reds are a team that can create some hard contact. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely think there's some opportunity for runs in these in these this first two games. And from a runs perspective, Tyler Malley has always been throughout his career susceptible to the long ball. And there's plenty of big boppers in that Brewers lineup. So take the over eight and a half and go to betonline.ag. Set up a profile with the promo code locked on to get 50 percent added onto your initial deposit. New game day shirt. Boom. Cash back. Food for the tailgate. Boom, cash back. Even buying around can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. All right, so appreciate you doing that. I kind of thrust that on you. Uh, <laughs> thank you for yeah. adding the analysis in there to the tip. But we'll look at the rest of these pitching matchups because the weekend is going to be really fun. You've got mm-hmm. the rookie and Vladimir Gutierrez going up, up against Freddie Peralta, who has been one of the best pitchers. I mean, kind of like you said, coming into the year, everyone knew that Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff were going to be in the top five of the Cy Young race all year long. I don't think anybody expected Freddie Peralta to be anywhere near as good as he's been, but he has been consistent all throughout. What are you looking for from him? What have you seen from him lately that you're looking for more of or maybe a continuance? Yeah, the thing for Freddie coming in this year, you know, he was great in the bullpen last year, and you just hope that he could take that into 
uh, starting job. And he's done that and more that slider, you know, they called him fastball Freddie coming up, but he's really, it's that slider. Um, now that he uses more than anything, that's just really a devastating pitch. And it's all about, you know, can he, can he locate that fastball to work, you know, for the slider to work off of it. And if he has that going, he's really hard to hit. Um, you know, he's somebody I think that could have been an all-star. I think maybe Woodruff and Burns overshadowing him probably hurt his chances of getting in there, but he certainly has the numbers to be an all-star. I'm uh, still hoping maybe he gets added to the roster. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I certainly love what Freddie Brawl is doing. There's times where uh, his command can get away from him. I think he walked five batters his last time out. So you'll see that from him every now and then. And that's the only thing that really keeps him from going deeper into games. Um, but if he has the command working, like I said, of that fastball and he's able to use that slider off of it, I mean, really, he can dominate a lineup with just those two pitches alone. They're they're that good. So uh, the only thing with him, and it's always kind of been like this, is just the command. Can he limit those walks um, to, to be able to go deeper into games? But certainly expecting a good outing from him on Saturday. And that's really what I'm looking for with Goody is the command. Uh, Goody is Gucci when he's not walking too many people. He has a weird split of kind of a lower than normal strikeout rate and a higher than normal walk rate. So when you look at some of his numbers, those are the underlying peripherals that let you know that maybe he's not as amazing as some of those numbers say. But overall, he has had the grit. There's been a lot of guys on this team that have been very gritty. And he's been one of them. And it's been awesome to see in his first year as a big leaguer come up and pitch the way that he has. He's got a great fastball and a really awesome curveball that he is able to drop into the zone for a strike when he just needs to not throw a fastball. And, and I love watching him pitch. Plus, he's got a spider neck tattoo, like a <laughs> spider tattoo on his neck. Like, you don't want to mess with anybody that's got yeah, I think that. he's 2-0 and against the Brewers this year, too. He's been pretty good against them. In all, I saw a stat the other day. If he doesn't pitch against the Padres, he had, um, coming into his last start, he had um, 10 earned runs in like 30-something innings. And then against the Padres, he had 11 earned runs in like eight innings. He just (laughs) got... He just got ate up by them. He's he's yeah. been pretty awesome. And, and looking at Sunday, I mean, I'm going to make sure I got some snacks ready for that because that's going to be a real fun matchup. You've got Luis Castillo, who has figured it out and mm-hmm. has gotten back to the good version of himself, the Super Saiyan version, if you will. And you've got Brandon Woodruff, who at this point, if Jacob DeGrom pitched in the American League, Brandon Woodruff's your Cy Young Award winner, I think. So... I, I, what are we going to expect from this except for just a lot of fun? Although there is that off chance. I, one of the Reds beat writers always tells me if there is a can't miss pitching matchup, something crazy is going to happen and it's going to be like a 10 to nine ball game or something. Yeah. Well, we've already had one of those this week. Burns faced off against DeGrom on Wednesday, in which, was, which was a really good pitching matchup, but it started that way. DeGrom gave up a, home, a leadoff homer in the first, and then Burns gave up a run in the bottom of the first and, and had opportunity to give up more. And I thought maybe it was going to be one of those times where you got a great pitching matchup and it just doesn't go as planned. So uh, it's certainly capable of happening. But Brandon Woodruff is one of my favorite pitchers in all of, all of baseball. Has been for a while. Really just like the way you know he dominant you know commands the mound um you know has a game plan knows what he's doing knows what's working for him uh really tough luck his last time out was dominating through six innings and then things just kind of unraveled in the seventh i will say you know this year in particular i, I don't know it's just because you know last year was a shortened season he's had trouble later in games 
at times in that seventh and eighth inning. Um, so, you know, look for that if he does, you know, get that far in the game. Um, but innings one through six, he's been absolutely outstanding all year long. So I don't expect anything else from him. Um, you know, you talk about the all-star game with DeGrom bowing out of the all-star game. You know, if Woodruff wasn't pitching on Sunday, he had a good chance to maybe start that game, but uh, certainly won't be the case now with him uh, pitching on Sunday. Uh, so unfortunate for him, but yeah, I love Brandon Woodruff. Love this matchup. Luis Castillo, I really think the Brewers got him going. If you go back, uh, you know, seven or eight starts ago, he, he I think he struck out 10 and uh, against the Brewers in a game where there was a rain delay. He came back and still was striking out batters, and then he faced them like the next week and was dominant against them as well. He's really been on a roll since then. So, I mean, he is just absolutely nasty. The last game against the Brewers, I mean, he was just dotting like 99 on the edges, just that nasty changeup. I mean, yeah, he, he's unfortunately for Brewers fans, he's definitely back to Luis Castillo we've seen in the past. He that I was at that game. That was that was a crazy. I mean, going around getting the get a burger during the rain delay was huge for me. But then also the at bat that Avisel Garcia had as soon as they came back from that rain delay because he got one quick out and then Avisel Garcia like fouled off twenty pitches and he struck out Garcia. But that really proved to be a turning point for the lineup because they were able to chase him shortly thereafter. I. I'm just I'm so pumped for this series. I'm pumped for these next seven games because it's Mm -hmm. really weird. Like after the one three game series with the Reds and Brewers after the All Star break, I think the Reds and Brewers only play each other once more the rest of the year. It's been crazy loaded on the front half of this season. So this is kind of where both teams have to make some hay. I definitely feel like the the Brewers are in the driver's seat here, and the Reds are the team that's coming in trying to be the punchy underdogs, but. What do you expect to see and what do you predict? Let's just say these first four games because maybe I'll have you on before the next three. (laughs) Yeah, as far as these first four games, I mean, like you said, the Brewers are, they got a leg up here. All they got to do is split in these first four. Um, And really out of these seven, even if they just win three of them, they're only losing one game in the standing. They're still up five games. You know, it's getting closer to the trade deadline. And, you know, do the Reds think about selling at that point? You know, you kind of got to take all that into account. So right. uh, it's a huge series for sure. I'm definitely excited about it. Um, the Brewers had a similar series with the Cubs who were threatening, you know, a couple of weeks ago and they took care of them and and sent the, the Cubs spiraling out of control. So hoping that, <laughs> yeah. that we can do the same here with the Reds. But uh, this Reds team is scary. I mean, it, Right now, the stands today, they are the biggest threat to the Brewers in the division. Um, just the way their offense is and the way their pitching is coming along. Uh, I think if the Reds went out and made a couple of bullpen additions, I think this could be a very scary team the second half of the season. So, But yeah, the Brewers are in the driver's seat because of the way they've played the last month or so. Like I said, with that schedule, they've created some separation that, again, even if they only win three games out of these next seven, they're still in a really good spot going into the, the final couple months of the season. And yeah, I, I look at this series and I'm just thinking, I, I think there's a split because kind of like you mentioned, a split is a win for the Brewers. Plus, I think the Reds kind of got out their uh, their really, really good series in Milwaukee earlier on when they got that sweep. So I think I'm looking at a split here. They probably win uh, tomorrow with Miley on the mound and um, gosh, I don't know about Castillo on Sunday. I, it's it's going to be a close game both sides. Uh, probably get a win on uh i don't know about saturday maybe but i just i i love it i'm very much looking forward to the series yeah, and jake it's be fun yeah i i i'm so excited and i i thank you for having me on or yeah i had you on <laughs> that's right <sighs> see 
video, one take. It's yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a lot of fun. How can folks follow you during this series? Yeah, so you can uh, obviously check out the, the podcast at Locked On Brewers if you want to hear the Brewers side of things on this series. Um, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Shortstop Ball as well. Absolutely. And make sure that you're following the podcast and you're subscribed right here to the YouTube channel, because I'm sure I'll have some kind of reaction to what's going on, whether it's good or bad. That's just what I do. All right, Jake, thanks again, man, for coming on and make sure everybody to check out what's happening tomorrow on the Lockdown Reds podcast. But that'll do it for us today. Now check out the Lockdown MLB podcast. Sully's got a league wide take for you. Check it out wherever you get your podcast. But for Jake and for me, We'll talk to you later. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.